to date or not to date? That is a good question. Hello everyone and welcome to The Embarrassing Diary. First of all, I want to give a huge shout out to Jonathan M. Homer for letting us use his fantastic music as an intro to the show. He's an incredible artist and it's really amazing that there are artists out there that they're so talented and they're willing to support each other's work for free. Second of all, I want to give a huge shout out to you guys because last week we migrated on a website and I was so shocked to see that the first country that has listened to us the most has been India. I want to give a huge shout out to my Indian friends out there. Please, please, please send me a message. I really want to get to know you better. And of course, a massive shout out to a previous episode expert, Risanti, who has been an absolute blast to work with. And I think she will join us in the future. Now, let's talk about some embarrassing first dates. Of course, I invited someone special again this week. An old friend of mine who once I told him, let's talk about messy dating, he said immediately, yep, I'm your guy. He's a stand-up comedian, a hilarious improviser. He has a degree in music production. He's a lead developer for NewYork.nl. He has one business that he's going to talk about and he's launching another one. Ladies and gentlemen, James H. Gordy. Oh my God, the episode is starting. Hello, James. Hey. Hey, Zoe, how are you doing? What are we going to talk about today? Well, I was told we were talking about uh, dating fiascos. Well, basically, you said dating going wrong and you thought of me first. Well, both of us have been married for for some time now, but I think we've had a fair share with bad dating. But first of all, I wanted to ask you, how are you with dating? Like, are you good at it? Are you bad at it? when you say both experience with bad dating, I would probably say that for most people, I have been the bad date, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I say that with a lot of humility and looking back now and being happy with how I've grown. But uh, my relationship with dating, I think, was never, and this is a, a problem that I think I grew out of, it was never about the other person. It mm-hmm. was always a, more about, I think, what I wanted out of it. So my relationship with it probably it definitely wasn't the healthiest, but understanding that has okay. helped me grow and I mean, towards towards the end, before I found my wife, I found the quality of my dates getting better because I, you know. But I, one thing I did love about dates is uh, showing up to meet someone that you've never met before. Mm-hmm. And it's almost l- like a performance. You know, you're almost <laughs> yeah. choosing. You're, and I, the funny thing is, I would say that a lot of people choose a character or how they're going to be and everything. And yeah. I think the best results from dating come when you don't do that. But yeah. for a lot of dating, you're going into it almost like, here's what I'm going to do. Here's how I'm going to be. Here's what I'm going to say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Is this performative? Like, I have a list no. of skills that you yep. can choose. Yeah. Like, uh, pick. <laughs> Here are my values. Here yes. are my values. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and uh, speaking of dating, still yeah. remaining the subject of dating, yeah. uh, what do you think about sharing the bill? What do you think about that? I, so this is, I think men should pay for at least the first three dates. And the reason why, it's not, uh, it's not like chivalry. It's not like, uh, I'm not like some alpha male play or something like that. It's just, have you seen how much face cream costs? I can roll out of bed most days and yeah. still look close to my the best version of myself. Yeah. I'm not saying that's good, but I'm saying I don't have to do much effort to present well. And it's, I just, economically, men should step up in the opportunities they get to to help. Now, I want to make it clear, pay on the first date, it's very much, I think, a male woman thing. I, I couldn't give advice 
for in same sex yeah, uh, dating. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's but true. But men, absolutely. Like, I promise you, go go and see how much a tampon costs and then look up the tax that you're paying on that tampon and then tell me that you should split the bill. And I have no no time for that just do do the bare minimum just make even because also even if it's a even if it's a bad date you still made someone else's day better by yeah. doing that so you know that's amazing i also think that we women also should indicate that at least show your wallet like at least show that mm. you are also you also want to offer because i don't like also the opposite when i, I know girls that they're like oh I'm, i didn't even bring my wallet because yeah. the other person is gonna pay i'm like no no but uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a hot topic nowadays. Yeah, well, and that's uh, and I also I think one thing that would help with it too. The reason why we even talk about it is because it can, the amount can be a lot. It can be a big amount sometimes. Yes, yeah? yes, yes. Also, let's normalize checkpoints and dates. Like, have one drink within an hour. You probably have a good vibe, uh, a good idea anywhere with the vibe. Exactly. And, and just oh, I'm not feeling it. Okay, cool. Like that would save a lot of time and money as well. Yes. Because then even if you are splitting the bill, you're doing it on two. Uh, two beers or a couple of teas. Yeah, you know, yeah, much yeah. easier. First of all, I think that you know immediately if you if you're liking that person, mm -hmm. uh, and then it just gets a few, I would say, even minutes to just understand if you're vibing. Yeah. Uh, so don't <laughs> invite them f for like a whole celebration with ten meals if you're clearly yeah. not. If you don't want to be with them or yeah. sleep with them or anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's well, it's crazy. There are except there are exceptions. I generally agree yeah. about the vibe. Yeah. But one time I was on a date that I would say. We were two or three hours in and it was, yeah, it was okay. okay. Yeah. But she had a tattoo on her arm uh, that I recognized the lyrics from. And uh, I, the band was AFI, uh, which is like an old punk band uh, from the 90s. And um, the second I said, oh, you've got an AFI tattoo, her vibe went from, I think, clearly not interested to, okay, we're going, going back to mine. And so sometimes like it is also generally vibe, yes, but there, sometimes there can be a missing piece of context that yeah. suddenly you didn't realize you're on the same tracks, you know? Yeah, that's why it's good to have multiple dates and quick ones. You don't need to spend like three hours because sometimes also it feels a little bit like interviewing and it feels a little bit artificial. Like, yep. what do you do? Where do you work? Why did you break up from a previous relationship? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But what do you think about also <laughs> Tinder, uh, the app? Well, Tinder, whatever, yeah. Bumble, whatever it is nowadays, I don't know. The apps. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate them because yeah. I've met most of my partners through them over the last 10 years. Um, I would say my two major, two major ones I've met through the apps, but they're problematic as mm, well. Mm. For a lot, like uh, I've found a lot of women don't realize that you can pay for Tinder uh -huh. for women. You have unlimited uh, swipes and everything. So you just go on there and yeah, 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 yeah. That is not what it's like for men. For men, you get about 20, I think these days it's about 15 or 20 swipes a day. No way. And You're joking you, me. Nope. And then you have to pay, it's about 15 euros or uh, to unlock, to unlock for the rest of the day for 24 hours. The amounts used to change a lot depending on what the community was. But sometimes you could be paying 40 or 50 euros for a month. Uh -huh. Just to have unlimited, so no nothing else, not the super likes or anything, just to swipe. Just to swipe, no. wow. And even then, you could go, the and I promise you can look up the data for this, a lot of men, because um, it's only like the top 2% of men on Tinder that get the likes uh -huh. or the swipes and stuff, everything. So a lot of men can pay for this and still go a whole week without a single match. Wow. And that's actually the majority. It's a feedback loop. In, if that's a swiping... Yeah. is the thing you should do really because you need to maximize your output but then everyone does it 
Yeah. Which means it lowers the results. Yeah. And, and then everyone's paying too, which makes it even worse. You know, it's wild. Somebody told me recently, a friend of mine, that they are also, I don't know if it's still there, they added mm -hmm. a filter, which is a little bit discriminative. Like women, for instance, they can say, I don't want to see men mm -hmm. that, for example, they have put as their height 1.60. Yeah. Which is highly discriminative for like my husband is a short man. I, I I love him, but if I was on the on the yeah. app, I would never <laughs> meet him. I, on the one side, I get it. There is a taste, yeah. of course, you have, but I'm so scared about the app because when I used to use it just for a brief uh, yeah. summer, yeah. Uh, worst summer of my life, I was like, what if I decline someone that could potentially yeah. be my soulmate yeah. just based on the picture? Yeah. Because I feel like in real life. Um, if I would see someone, I like them because of their vibe, their energy, yep. not necessarily for their looks. Sometimes you see someone and you're like, it, on a picture, they wouldn't look particularly attractive. And then yep. when you see them, their their whole energy, their whole... I, I think I feel like I'm one of the least photogenic yeah. people. Like I, There isn't a picture I would happily show anyone <laughs> of me, even, in, even at my best. Yeah. And I think uh, I do a lot better in real life than I do there as well. So I'm, I thank you for saying that for, because for men like me, that's very, <laughs> it's good for that message to get out there. <laughs> well, I feel the same because I'm an average girl nowadays. They put filters on everything. So somebody told me on Tinder, mm. I, I put also back, like we're talking about many years ago, okay? Yeah. I, I'm ashamed of it, but now I'm not ashamed <laughs> anymore. And I put a filter on my face and yeah. it, did, it didn't look exactly like me. It looked like a definitely better version of me. And then this guy was like, let's meet now. He was in Amsterdam. And then yeah. I said, well, I, I was just a bit scared, like meet now. Yeah. And then I told him, you know what? Do you want to do you want to exchange Instagram and mm. just see a little bit each other? Just like, I wanted to make sure he wasn't a serial killer. And yeah. then he saw my real pictures, how I actually look. Yeah. And he said, no, I don't want to go out with you because you're ugly. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm just a normal girl. Like I am. Yeah. I'm sorry for not meeting your standards. I, I mean, I, I mean, you're. I think you're gorgeous. Oh, anyway. thank you. Oh. And your smile, your smile as well. Like I, someone that can wear who they are on their face is oh. just amazing. Anyway, but you, your great hair, great eyes. It's amazing. <laughs> he's an idiot, and I bet he's the kind of man that still text tries texting at two a.m. saying you up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Two weeks later. Oh, th first of all, thank you for the compliment, Kat. <laughs> I'm, I'm fishing for compliments. But yeah, this this is indeed the, yeah. the type of guy who says, I'm downstairs. Do you yeah. want to yeah, hook yeah, up yeah. for yeah. like five minutes? That's, yeah. that's Like, he, like yeah. he's doing you a favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Horrible, <laughs> horrible. I know lots of men like that, uh, that do act like that. Yeah. None of them are happy. They're all so lonely. I, yeah. there was a, because I, I used to do, um, uh, stand-up comedy in the London amateur circuit for a while mm. um, which is something I still want to go back to once I got through the bumps in my own life but I knew there was a couple of comedians that had the reputation for being like that mm. but I also know that one of them had gone back in a taxi because uh, he happened to be going the same way as my friend he'd gone back in a taxi and basically was saying to her like I'm so lonely can I just come in and can we just cuddle on your couch for a bit and he's oh. like it's not set I, I just I just I need to feel you know so like a lot of these men that oh. act like that are so the opposite of how they they think mm. and so i wouldn't they think less of themselves than you do already that, you know that's really powerful what that you're mm. saying because i have a lot of friends yeah and i used to be as well one of uh, those girls that, that yeah. we were like i feel like um there are a lot of men out there that look hot beautiful you mm. know very very like the attractive the best of the best and then they're yes. completely assholes yes. and then in the end what what it is there there is a, a small child that needs actually mm -hmm. love and they just don't know how to express it because of 
many reasons, which we can't analyze, yeah. of course. Uh, one thing with dating that always is amazing when I look back is how unable I was to read red flags. Now, oh, it's, yeah. now I'm like a bull that I can see red flags all in my life for everything. But the stuff you miss when you're young and inexperienced and things as well. But also, you're not aware that you're the one causing the red flags a lot of the time, too. Yes. There's a really... Maybe you're a red flag, too. You oh. don't even know that. Oh, oh. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a really... One of um, people... I think people pile onto younger generations a lot. Um, but one good thing I've seen over the last few years is a trend talking about green flags. Mm. So rather than stuff to avoid, stuff to go for. Uh-huh. And that, that, I think, is... I like I like that. I like Tell us, what things. are some stuff to go? What would you say, like with your experience, expertise? Oh, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> my expertise being a marriage <laughs> that, I, that I've been able to lock down. But I, I mean, if I was looking for green flags, um, desperation, I think, is something to always avoid. Yeah. So someone that is clearly present, but at their own pace, they're not anxious or anything, and they're very, you know, fi- settled. Hmm. And someone that generally, I think, having... Having a direction, whether that's with a hobby or through their job or something, having something that they... Like d- a d- passion. Yeah, a passion that they, it, and quite critically, I think, are developing in it. I I studied music production. I've met a lot of musicians, but people that think they are done, you know, they're already experts. Someone that is always seeking to be better. And mm. on the dates, you know, if they, even if they've got a PhD in something, Talking about where they're going next with it mm. shows a level of they know who they are, what they know, and where they're going with. And that that actually applies to everything in life because it means that they have humility yeah. and that they know themselves. And like that's, I think, is a really, like, that's yeah. probably the best tell I think you can have for any person is just that yeah. they, they know what they don't know and what they're going to do about it. I always say that to my friends who are still single and they tell me, oh my God, I'm, I'm so sad because I've been there too. Yeah. Um, like, you know, It, that person is on its way. Yeah. Uh, sooner or later, that person will, will be there. If you want to have, of course, a, long, a long-term relationship. Yeah. And I, um, I, one thing I, I think a lot about with men in dating, because obviously mm-hmm. being man and having dated, and I think re- rejection gets a bad stigma. And I actually, th- and good rejection sucks. I, I, I've been rejected hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's one thing I wish I could kind of correct or learn or teach younger men is that the rejection it probably means you need to do some work on yourself as well. Yeah. And it's not that that person, it's two things. It, one, that person wasn't the right person for you. Like if you ever have to force something, it, anything with a person, then it wasn't meant to be. And that's fine. Mm. But also, you could, but you might say, well, what if that was the right person and I had 10,000 more in my bank account and that's what I needed? You know, I mentioned earlier about the tattoo and stuff, the context. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool. Well, the lesson here is to go and sort that out. The lesson here is, Well, the what if, well, but you're responsible for making that if, mm. you know, respond. And I think on men, that's, I think it is important to really put, because I feel like the male role of things is to be a bit more like, well, just better, you know, yeah. better for women, better for themselves and take rejection as an opportunity rather than yeah. um, a defeat. And I, I wish I'd learned that. That's a huge Because I feel like also, not only talking about first dates, also yeah. relationships, the yeah. way you break up shows a lot of character, uh, how you were, who you were actually in that relationship. Yeah. Because if you were with someone for two years, you spend a lot of beautiful moments and then you decide to break up and then you just ghost that person. Yeah. That tells a lot about you. You have to be honest with that person. Did that happened to you? It has happened to me, yes. Whoa. Somebody left the, con- the continent 
and then and they broke up like after two years. No, not two years. Okay, okay. But it was it was like uh, what some 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 months, yeah. but it was intense. And you know, it's hurtful to the person who um, is ghosted. They don't know what happened. Yeah. Give them the chance to have a closure. It's yeah. very important. You don't even have to have a huge conversation. You can just say, "Look." I love you. Yeah. It was amazing what we had, but right now I think it's the time to move on and I yeah. wish you all the best. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. It doesn't have to be something crazy. And you would be amazed with how many people don't even do that. I think it's a lack of bravery to just man up and say, you know what? It was good, but it's it's over now, but thank you for everything. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I mean, that's having been out of the dating pool now for like three years, yeah. I think that's probably the hardest thing for me to get my head around now is how, that is the game if you yeah. know what i mean the game of like or well, how often is messaging too much how much is not and that oh, people, yeah, people talk game. about yes. people talk about tinder and everything the if anything like the apps kind of it gives you a, a bit more of a rule set to play with and everything but when you kind of get past that and you're like okay well we've met and now we're gauging the vibe and stuff like that that's actually the bit that i miss i do not miss at all yes. because that is so stressful because you're one step between finding uh, locking into a relationship or uh harassing someone that's tricky and i have no advice for that you know what indeed there's this game that you just met them yeah. so let's say that we started dating and you're not replying to my message yeah. and i see you're online yeah. i feel like with my girlfriends we think maybe something really bad happened to him that's why he's not replying so i will un i'm understanding i'm going to be patient yeah. And then you're like, what happened? Oh, I just lost my yeah. leg or whatever. They just make up this weird excuse. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they lost their <laughs> leg. That's why they didn't reply to my message. But well, in reality, they did yeah. see the message yeah. immediately. Yeah. They put it on unread. Yeah. And then they like, I don't want to look too available if I reply immediately. Like, let's have a normal adult conversation. Yeah. Let's reply on time when we see a message. I'm not saying immediately, but when you see just reply yeah. and be an adult and have a proper but conversation and have fun. I think you were actually, I, I think you, before I even said that, I think you were right. When you were like, just let someone know. I actually think that might be the solution to that, which is just if you're not, basically the only thing that needs to happen is if you're not interested, let someone know. Is that simple. It's yes. that simple. And also, I know, I know it sounds, there are scummier ways of doing it. Blocking someone technically oh. is a way of doing that. I know it's ghosting technically because there's no answer, but if the person's profile goes away and there's just one tick after that, I, they've sent you a message without sent you, sending you a message and mm. it sucks, but that's still better than nothing. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Or uh, tell them you lost a leg, like you just said. Yeah, 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 yeah the also, leg part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Closing up this beautiful conversation, mm. we can talk about also advices. Yeah. Did you have any good advice uh, that you received about dating? Uh, I mean, in terms of like what I've received, I would just want to share the two lessons I think I've learned through my own experience, which is the first, like, uh, I would say the majority of my top 10 friends are actually women that I've dated, mm -hmm. but didn't continue with romantically that I've met through dating, but because I've been open to the connection, it's transi transitioned into something else. And I think a lot of dating is seen as this kind of like, uh, you either see them, go with them, and then that's it, or cut them off. Mm -hmm. And just be open to, you connected with that person for a reason. And the vibe doesn't always have to be the end goal of everything. Yeah. And as a result of that, it's not only who you meet, but we were saying earlier about um, prejudice and filters on the app, right? Mm -hmm. One of my partners was from Thailand. And I think if I hadn't just been open to what was available, I wouldn't have ever looked for that. 
And I'm really grateful I did because it didn't just show me uh, her her culture, but it showed me how to view my own culture and things as well. And then I've got uh, a, a friend of mine who's from Germany that I met through dating and stuff. And your world becomes richer for the more people you have in it. Hmm. And you, a lot of these apps, while they do have their issues, they're the best way to meet and connect with a lot of people that you will probably want to spend a lot of your time with, regardless mm -hmm. of how it is. So just be open. Rejection doesn't mean they often doesn't mean that they want nothing to do with you. Mm. It just means that that's yeah. not what the relationship is going to be. And you you will become a better person. That's something I think a lot of men need to hear. Like I said earlier, rejection can be an opportunity. And often the opportunity is finding the relationship that was meant to be there. Mm. And uh, I there are so many people I love because of that. Yeah. And that's uh, it's a good way to also figure out who you are in a new city if you ever move. But the other thing was I met my wife when I kind basically gave up. Like part of my yes. advice is just is give up, but in a good way. I got diagnosed a couple of years ago with ADHD. Mm -hmm. And part of the CBT therapy I received is accepting that things can fail and that's okay. Mm. And basically sometimes actually things failing is what needs to happen for the better life to rise up. And I met my wife after I stopped trying to present a version of myself or present a a version of myself to get what I thought I wanted from an app. And I just put myself out there and I showed up to the date, just not caring anymore. And I don't mean in a depressive way. No, no, I just I meant it. it was the first time that I gave up and I was like, there is no wall. There's no nothing. And, um, two and a half years later, you know, we're, we're married, we've moved country and everything together. Like the best thing you, and I, it's so cliche to say, be yourself. But I think, I think be a better way to phrase that is don't let anything come between yourself and the other person. Hmm. Like you're always yourself. Everyone is always themselves, but it's the wall we put up between us yeah. or what we think we're presenting. And I know obviously we said at the beginning, it was a nice little circle about it being a performance. Just because you're, you're yourself doesn't mean it doesn't, isn't a performance too. This podcast is a good example. This conversation is an example. This is the, the version who I am doing this and speaking this do the same for dating because I think a lot of people don't realize how much they are mm. and to just see that in themselves too because the faster you learn to love and accept yourself and just present yourself as you are there are, you will find happiness and find a partner not just a partner a lot of people or men I should say say they want a partner you'll find the person who is your partner which is such a a leap forward as well yeah i can resonate with that because Good. this world yeah. right now especially yeah. with social media we want to present the best uh image of us the yeah. best version of us and that's actually the title of the, the this podcast embarrassing yeah. like i feel like we don't show this embarrassing side and this embarrassing side is the the humane side yeah. that we all have inside of us even the most successful ceos billionaires out yeah. there they also have yeah. doubt we all have doubts and um when I met my partner, I focused on doing a book challenge. I wanted to read 50 books a year. And I started this yeah. this challenge. And then I met my husband. And I told him, I can't see you because I have to read books. Anna Karenina. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, but you can, I can be on the couch with you. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm really focusing on my project right now. Yeah. And then in the end, the minute that I didn't care, not that I didn't care about yeah. my partner, but I didn't care of being, um, to show off who yeah. I am and I was focusing on myself yeah. then that person recognized that and said hey I, I'd yeah. love to be 
next to you when you're doing your yeah. your project and that's that's the best i yeah. think advice indeed when you lose all of expectations yeah. and everything and also we shouldn't also put the bar too high right yeah we expect barbie and ken to be out there and we're not barbie again and, and that that's fine because that there yeah. isn't such a thing there's no such thing as perfection out there well i think what you said is beautiful and i think it all there's they they can be willing to be there and be in your life while you do your things the other i think a green flag that we were saying earlier another green flag is if you say you're busy with your own projects or what you're doing and you're like oh i'm busy for a couple of weeks do you want to meet you know in at the end of the month mm-hmm. and they still be enthusiastic about that yeah. being able to be enthusiastic about the future that's l- further away than a few days and hold that in their mind and hold you there and just be willing to be there for that i can't that's such a good sign that you can say oh, i'm doing my thing right now in a couple of weeks they're accepting who you are they're accepting your life like that i it's kind of crazy i think the best relationships you have are when you don't need the other person as well in in and obviously you do need them in lots of ways but you you as an individual don't need them they're not responsible for your growth they're not critical for your growth yes. they do, they will make you grow but they you're not holding someone else hostage for your own personal development anymore Yeah. Wow, this so it's so precious what you said. Yes, yeah. yes. I think so often we just want to be heard, mm-hmm. um, which I think is also why podcasts maybe taken off so much because a lot of the conversations we see ourselves in them and that's mm-hmm. why they're so res- they resonate more than uh, in lots of other forms in that way. So yeah, and it's just yeah. I just wish everyone anyone that is listening to this, I hope that it has been useful because I hope so too. I I wish I could go and say all of this to my fifth It, I, the, yes I tell you, the best it, it's not quite dating advice but the piece of advice I would give to myself as a 15 year old if I could now mm. is just go and do yoga or go and do something do something that engages your body and and mind and I know uh, it, lots of women go to those things and stuff too but it's not about that it's about going to a place where you basically learn to respect everyone who they are you get some kind of routine and you look after yourself and do those three things and people will come you won't even need to go looking you won't need to look for an app someone will come to you and you will you will be the best version of yourself like that i just wish i could tell myself that like yoga or something similar yeah yeah whatever you like something that something that has a kind of community around community and routine around it as well i think that's really um and where everyone meets with an uh, some kind of ideology that's exploring the self Yeah. Yeah. One thing one worrying trend I see constantly uh, with a lot of media now is media that says your current identity is good enough. You're good enough as you you know you're good already. Mm-hmm. And I really there's a few things I've said in this conversation which is about being basically willing to grow and still develop. I do feel that's missing for the reasons you just said from a lot of uh thing things there should always be room in the glass to fill mm-hmm. whether it's it, our relationships or what we're consuming or the information like If we came back and had this conversation in a year's time, this is there is already a lot of things I think both of us have learned and shared here. In a year's time, there's going to be more. And if we pretended that this is the drawing the line under, we'd be undermining everything we've said here too. That's mm. just why everything we're talking about is so important because there is such a holistic view mm. of everything. Everything is connected. And I know that sounds very hippy dippy. And also I'm sitting here in a suit, so it's very <laughs> contradictory uh, to be saying that too. But everything is holistic, but how you treat yourself as how you treat everyone as well yeah. so i want to thank you for yeah. today james yeah. i think uh, i think it was a very I... insightful conversation before we wrap it up do you yeah. want to tell us a little bit about your current project what you're doing mm. yeah 
Um, so firstly, I should say, I you said about social media, I don't have any. Okay. I actually deleted it all before the pandemic um, yeah, yeah. to develop myself and mm-hmm. to for a lot of the things we talked about. So finding me is a little tricky right now. However, I've been working on two companies. Uh, one is a trading card uh, token business. Um, we actually wanted to do erotic art, um, oh. but we had issues with the payment processes because of OnlyFans and stuff. So uh-huh. you can find a non erotic safe for work things at uh, tcgbling.com so if you want any custom playing cards or trading cards Mm -hmm. we can do that um and i have another project which we are announcing in the new year to help people with neurodivergent but hopefully will help a lot of people as well because i just when i don't think it's a coincidence that when i found the person that was right for me based on all the lessons i learned that i was able to then make businesses that reflected who i am Mm. and so um, right now, tcgbling.com is where you can go for one of my active projects. And uh, the other one, I'll uh, let Zoe know so I'll, uh... that can get mentioned in the new year. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you for the opportunity for talking. I really have loved this so much. Me too. Yeah. Thanks so much for being in the Embarrassing Diary. And people, yeah. if you like James <laughs> and you want a part two and more conversation about relationships or anything else that you love, let us know in the comments and we're going to call James back. Yeah. I've presented the best version of myself today. Next <laughs> next time I can just get sloppy and messy We're with the whole of the Yeah, really embarrassing. Because I, I sound a lot more put together than I am. And <laughs> if you pull up that rock, there's a lot of bugs. Thanks so much, James. Thank you. Whether you had a good or bad dating experience, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to be a guest or you want to suggest a topic to discuss next, send us an email at the.embarrassing.diary at gmail.com and a member from our team will come back to you shortly and arrest you. We also have an Instagram account where you can see all the latest updates of the show and spicy backstage footage. That is for today. Hope you enjoy your holidays and see you next time.